Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Ed Hallback Show, January 3rd. No, January 2nd. Hey, Happy New Year's 2023 here. Isn't it great? Another year, another opportunity to start over with a fresh calendar and to make your lists. Uh, as I was researching what people do and um, what kind of lists they make, resolutions, some make none, some do it weekly, some do it monthly, some do it daily. And I kind of fall into that category in my old age. I, uh, I realize that I have to constantly be on my game and what I have to do, including um, diet, exercise, taking care of myself, hanging with friends and that. But that wasn't the same resolutions that I maybe had 20 years ago. Because 20 years ago, we didn't have an iPhone. We didn't have Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We didn't know what an Android was. Bitcoin. What was a Tesla? iPad. Gmail. Netflix streaming. Amazon Prime. Slack. Reddit. Este. WhatsApp. Messenger. Google Maps, which I love, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Chrome, Zoom, Skype, Spotify, Airbnb, and Uber. And that's just to name a few. Things always change. It's always a progression. And that makes the way we live our life differently. But now that it's uh, 2023, the 2nd of January, and this broadcast airs, some of you maybe still have a little bit of lack of sleep, maybe a little alcohol hangover, food hangover, fun hangover, but you will get through it, and you'll vow not to do it again, or not, and you'll set your goals, as I have set mine, but how long do we do those goals. I understand gym membership is at its highest level every January. In fact, when I went to the gym last Friday for the last time of 2022, I was told that my membership had expired. So I had to re-up for another year. But that's the way it goes. Constantly trying to improve. And when you get to be this age in life, you kind of realize that there is an end game. You don't know when it is, which is a good thing, but we strive to feel better every day and to do better things for ourselves. So I found some lists. Uh, one, This one really intrigued me, and I'll go through it for you month by month. You may learn something from this. From the Foundation of Well-Being, a 2023 guide path to follow. In January, get on your own side. Be an advocate for yourself. Do what's best for you. Then everything else will fall into place easier. February, steady your mind. In other words, don't let your mind play tricks with you. I read somewhere that 90% of what we worry about doesn't happen and or come through. In March, learn to take in the good. There is so much good in life that we sometimes take for granted 
or that we don't realize that it's it's good. And we need to step back and say, wow, for instance, I'm going to guess most of my listeners have a roof over their head, have food in their refrigerator, gas in their car. If not, that are some of their goals for the year. In April, be an active agent in your life. In other words, be proactive in what you want, where you want to be, and in influencing others. In May, when the weather turns not as harsh as the winter months, no matter where you live, find the beauty around you. People plant flowers, they get outside, they socialize more, the birds are chirping, the cherry blossoms blooming, and there's a lot of beauty around us. Embrace that. In June, build up your self-worth and confidence. Put a little extra spring in your step. Stand tall, shoulders back. Know who you are. Walk with confidence. July, learn how to become calmer and less angry and or irritable. I got to work on that one. The irritability. Um, just kind of roll with things. Uh, uh, and, and all these other things you've worked on uh, through July, which is the halfway point of the year, before you'll get to another list in 2024, just be calmer about it. Just, just learn to roll with it. In August, honor your desires and increase your motivation. Whatever you want or how you want it in life, put your head down and go for it. And, and make, a, make a list again. Uh, reminders, mental reminders to increase your motivation, to put your head down, to say, yes, I can. In September, renew your relationships, your family, your friends, people that are important to you in life, even your co-workers. October, Become more assertive and rise to the challenge. The challenge of everyday living, of long-term goals. Review those. Go back a few months. Say, how far have I gone? November, I like November. Deal with fears and realize your dreams. We all have fears. And the easiest way to get through it is to face it. It's going to be uncomfortable if you face it or let it come to you. So get through it so it doesn't take up that gray matter worrying about it because 90% won't come through, won't come true. December. Resource yourself so you have more to offer others. That can go into the spirit of Christmas and giving. That can be being there for people. And that would be also knowing your strengths and sharing them. One list, 12 months out of the year. But there's other lists to go by. My own personal lists. Number one, because I know it's good for me. Exercise more. Right? Number two, lose weight. 
In other words, exercise more and I don't eat so much. I don't know of very many people who can't stand to lose five or ten, and it will help their blood pressure, their confidence, their attitude, their overall physical well-being. And I don't know of a doctor that wouldn't say, well, it's always good to lose five or ten pounds. Getting organized. That was one I took to heart for the last 20 years, and I have um, pretty well got on top of that, although it's a, it's a struggle to, uh, to stay that way, but it's called a routine. Fortunately, I can say I have a desk with hardly any papers on it. I deal with things immediately, including my snail mail and my email. Therefore, I don't have to wonder and wonder and wonder what I forgot to do. I just do it. Number four, learn a new skill or hobby. Well, I have a few plans for my podcast this year, so I'm going to lump that into my learn a new skill or hobby. As this is my hobby, I'm having fun with it. I hope all you listeners uh, enjoy it. And we keep moving forward from there. Number five, live life to your fullest. I mean, why wouldn't you? You uh, can't sit around feeling sorry for yourself. You can't wish I woulda, coulda, shoulda. You got to go for it. And not over the top go for it. But do things that make you feel good. Socialize with people. And like number four says, learn a new skill or hobby. Number six, this is an interesting one. We're looking at the data of how people save and spend in the United States. Number six, save more money, spend less money. You know, an accountant I knew many years ago, I asked him once, how do people manage to live on what they live on? And he said, you know, there's people you wonder how they can live on it. They pay their taxes and they save for retirement. And then there's people that make well over six digits that have to borrow money to pay their taxes. Just think about that for a minute. Which category do you fall in? I know, I know, there's a happy medium and happy mediums are good. Number seven, and I don't have to worry about this one. Quit smoking. I don't know. Um, Yes, I know it can be addictive, but yes, I know it can be kicked. But knowing the dangers, the health dangers of smoking, why would you even start? But none of us are perfect, and we all have things we have to work on. Number eight, spend more time with family and friends. That's kind of a no-brainer, and when you get to be my age, You realize that more and more and more, especially when you have friends you haven't seen or talked to in a while, and all of a sudden they reach out to you. You have the greatest conversations with them. Number nine, travel more. There was a statistic, and that was many years ago, that the average person doesn't travel more than like an hour and a half away from home most of their life. And that could be true. Uh, fortunately for me, 
Uh, I am a salesman. I travel quite a bit, and I've been fortunate to travel a lot in the United States and a couple overseas trips. Um, and basically, I just had to pull the lever and do it because life is shoot too short not to experience. I do have some other travel plans on my list that I need to do. Number 10, read more. All right, this guy behind the microphone, Ed Hallback, is not a good reader. It's hard for me to concentrate on a book. So I try audiobooks. That works well for me. But I just ordered a book the other day about uh, the military mindset. I don't think that was the name of it, but it was written by a Green Beret. And I don't have his name with me. Sorry. Uh, he talks about the mindset. And he's currently a bodyguard for Kid Rock. And I'm looking forward to that book. It should be here Wednesday, and I hope to knock it out by the weekend. So if any of these were on your list for 2023, good for you. And you probably have other ones. So, you know, like most studies say, just under half the people who make a list like this will do it. But at least you tried. You have to try because things have to, eh, not necessarily go your way, but if you, uh, if you don't try, it'll never happen. So write down your goals, get a big whiteboard, put it in your phone, put a note on your refrigerator, in your bathroom, on your desk, and, and strive for these things. Share your resolutions with others. They'll help hold you accountable, and by you verbalizing it, you will hold yourself accountable. Also, this, this got me wrote all over it, automate when possible. You know, we have so much technology, so much that we can do on our phones, on our computers, on our iPads, our to-do lists. And you can make them reoccur, and they keep popping up. I have some that keep popping up daily, and then I push them off a couple days, and all of a sudden they pop up again. And they're not priority things I have to do, but just little things. But that way it stays in the forefront of my mind, and all of a sudden I put my foot down, and I say, let's get, get this over with, because I don't want to have to get a notice again. Oh my goodness, it irritates me. So re renew your resolution list often, depending on what it is, weekly, daily, monthly, not annually, but annually you need to because you need to put out another list. And if you fall off track, which we all do on some of our resolutions, get back on track. It's not like you're going to get penalized. You will... Penalize yourself mentally if you don't and throw your hands in the air. You got to set goals that motivate you and keep your resolutions to a manageable goal. So if you're going to exercise more, you know, exercise a half hour a day, which I think is kind of the guidelines. Or if you do that, bump it to 45 minutes or an hour or two hours depending on how you exercise every other day. Make it so you can achieve it, but put it out there so it's not super easy.
for you. And also be specific. Yes, I'm going to eat my vegetables. Yes, I'm going to work out. Yes, I'm going to quit smoking. Yes, I'm going to save more money. No, I'm not going to buy that impulse item. Well, there you go. There's about 17 minutes full of what I feel is good information, or I wouldn't pass it on to you, and what I feel is something that will help make each of us better every day. We'll find out if you follow these guidelines and, and tailor them to yourself, I think you will have a better, happier New Year's. So once again, everybody, thanks for listening to the Ad Hallback Show. If you'd like a daily quote, drop me a note on my website, edhallback.com, and you will get a daily quote every morning in your email. With that being said, thanks for listening in 2022. I've got some new things going on in 2023 and a few surprises. I hope only to get better. And if somebody has some ideas for me on how to improve or what to knock it off doing. I got broad shoulders. Shoot me an email. Go to my website, www.edhallback.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. Until next week. Bye-bye.